It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul Don Dykes, and tonight I am delighted to be back to Champions League action. I'm with James McKenzie and Kevin McCluskey. The teams are out. For anyone who has not yet seen the Celtic start 11, it is Joe Hart, Alistair Johnston, Greg Taylor, Gustav Lagerbjelk and Liam Scales. The midfield is made up of Callum McGregor, Rio Atati and Matt O'Reilly with Luis Palma, um, Dyson Maeda and Kyogo Furuhashi. Uh, on the bench, we have Bain, Morrison, Yang, Turnbull, Holm, O, Tomoki Awata, Bernardo, Forrest, Ralston, and Mikey Johnston. We'll have a look at the final team a wee bit later. Let's see straight off the bat. James, what's your thoughts on the start 11? We've been talking about it all week. I've been doing on the blog the last few weeks. I've been throwing in three potential curveballs Brendan Rodgers could throw in for a team, and I didn't expect some of the curveballs he's thrown in today. Luis Palma starting wasn't something I expected. I thought Yang's performance at the weekend was enough to make that wing position his own. But mm-hmm. Luis Palma will have signed for games like this. These are the exact type of games where he'll be wanting to prove himself for the position Celtic is. In football, these are the games players signed for. And I'll be interested to see which side of the wing he actually starts. So I've made the point in the blog a couple of times that you should move Dyson Maeda to the right. He can be crossing on his stronger right foot. Have Palma on the left, cutting in on his stronger right foot because he's a clinical finisher. You can see that from his goal record back in Greece. So it'll be interesting to see which side of the wings they both play on. The, the centre-backs sort of caught me by surprise as well. We knew Phillips had a bit of a knock. Rogers confirmed that after the game. He said he rolled his ankle and it's enough to rule him out of the team, out of the bench. He's not even in the team. 
which it's it just sums up what's been happening with Celtic the injuries at the start of this season that we've signed an emergency yeah. centre back on loan to provide cover. I'm sure we paid that decent fee to get him for this six months as well and he's injured <laughs> it's, you couldn't write it the central defensive injury situation is it is a crisis Kevin McCluskey if we were to look at the two starters tonight who are there under all the circumstances due to the fact that even if we did have somebody else who could play there they're there on merit they've played well right they've, they've, they've been two and a half games out of three games with clean sheets they've built up a a fairly good understanding, I think, in that time. Do you think it would have been a risk tonight if Phillips was fit to actually play on my head, Lagerbjelk? Given his lack of football over the last, probably, season, yeah, I think it would have been a risk to put Phillips in. Um, he seems like a strange signing, in a way, because when we signed him, he was injured for his first game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was... a uh, was at the game against St Johnston. I think he could have played in that game, and we covered it with Laura making the point that you know you've signed an emergency centre back playing the first team straight away. It was a game against Rangers, wasn't it? And he's yes. injured straight away, so it seems like a bit of a bizarre move. And then he's he's come in, he's played forty five minutes against Dundee. I thought he was all right. He looked pretty decent, solid enough, but rusty. But you expect that. And then from Tibet again, it's. It's disappointing. And it's nothing against him. It's just really disappointing that that's happened. And if he had been fit, I still think um, I still think Rogers is going with Lager, Bilkey and Scales as the back two for this game because 45 minutes of football in at least the last six, eight months for him isn't really enough to throw him into this kind of game. It's a massive game. So you need fit centre-backs that are playing fairly regularly in this kind of game. So, yeah, we'll just need to see what the two that are in can do. And as you say, they're kind of there on merit. I mean, they've been thrown in because of injuries, but yeah. they have fairly well. I think they've performed above expectation in the game so far. So we need another big 90 minutes out of them both tonight. You do. And you know what? I think it's fair to say that they have performed above the expectations because Phillips is, a, is as you say, an emergency signing. But if you were to look at the centre-halves we've got, Correct me if you disagree with us, James and, and Kevin, right? But I think if you were to say, who's your first choice centre-back partnership? It's Carla Vickers, obviously. And I think Nurowski was brought in to replace Starfield. So I, I had in my mind, that was your central defensive partnership. Both are injured. Um, Nurowski's not even in the squad due to the, the length of his injury. Underneath that, I think your 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 second choice partnership would be Stephen Welsh, and Lagerbjelk. This is before Scales has been drafted in. Um, and after that would have probably been Liam Scales. So I think Liam Scales at the offset was probably the fifth choice. But what he's done since he's came in is the reason he's playing tonight. And Phillips is, is for me, he's the one that's been almost like a um, a wild card because he's been a, an emergency signing. And as you said, Kevin, he's been injured. So in effect, you've got two guys in there who wouldn't ordinarily be playing because Phillips, to bring a player in with Champions League experience, having played the top fight in England from Liverpool, probably a very expensive loan fee as well. You would say he'd be in the top four uh, choices. So you've got Lagerbjelk and Scales thrown together, but they've had to play out their skin against Rangers. They did. This is a team, though, James, that is is a step above anything that they have faced so far, isn't it? Yeah, I noted on my team predictions that 
this will be the real tester for Liam's skills. I know derby games are the games that stay in the minds of Celtic fans. If you play well in a derby game, you're hailed as a hero. If you play bad in a derby game, that's your Celtic career almost written off. And skills, they, they stepped up in that game. We spoke about it as a, a warrior-type mentality from the back line because it was a makeshift centre-back pairing. As you mentioned, we went through... You went through your preferred centre-back starting parents, and I'd agree with you on what you said. None of those two are in your preferred Celtic starting centre-back pairing if everybody's fit. And I think they recognised that as well. They galvanised together, and they they fought really hard in that game. It's going to be something similar today because um, Rangers were throwing the kitchen sink at us, and I think Feyenoord will be doing the exact same with some better quality players in their attack as well. They are missing star striker Jimenez I'm pretty sure he's suspended for this game I'll have to double check their lineup just to make sure but they've got players that can really hurt us I'll probably get onto some of the players that or the names that I recognise as being good players a bit later in the show but as we were mentioning earlier on with um, Palmer it's the same situation with Lagerbiel because the players sign to play in games like this but I think if we're looking at this Liam Scales resurgence if you want to call it that this will be the real teller because if he has a disaster class today and we get beat, what, three or four now or something like that, then that's it done for. We can't forget, he was in the good books of fans as well before the Bodo Glint game, and then everything went downhill from there. So we'll need a good performance from him today. You need him to step up and diminish the ghosts of uh, the Bodo Glint past, really. You really need him to do that, because I think that he's done everything that's been asked of him. I wasn't that impressed with him against St. Johnson, I've got to say. I think it came from the two big chances that Hart had to save came from Scales. But, you know, he stepped up against Rangers. I thought he was good again at the weekend. Uh, I thought Lagerbjelk had a good second half, Kevin. Uh, you know, looking at his performance, I felt that he did. He seemed for me to be a lot uh, sharper. And and again, you've got to expect that from Phillips. He's not played much first-team first football, but he was a lot sharper. Now, the rest of the defence is made up, and there's no surprises there. Joe Hart, who's back in form. Kevin, you've got right back Johnson, who's the type of guy, I think, who has shown immense leadership qualities for someone who is uh, relatively new to the Celtic side, having signed last season, and left-back Taylor coming back into his own as an inverted fullback. So it's a massive night um, as a defence. You're looking to your leaders. You're looking to Joe Hart. You're looking to Alistair Johnson tonight, aren't you? Yeah. So before that game at Ibrox, or maybe well, certainly after the game anyway, when he's post-match, Rodgers had said he asked his players to be men and to stand up. And we need that from the back four again tonight. They're going to have to have that other, uh, another kind of performance like that. Um... And when you look at those back to that back to just to focus on them again, the two centre backs, they excelled in that game at Ibrox because all they had to do really was defend. Lagerbilke, when he, he makes his mistake for their disallowed goal, is because he's got time in the ball. Anytime he didn't have time in the ball, he was he was winning tackles, intercepting, winning headers, and then just getting rid. Mm-hmm. And it'll be another night like that tonight for them, I think. It's like um what Kev Graham said about scales. He was made for the game at Ibrox because he didn't have to think. It was just defend, clear your lines, reset, go again. They've done it once before. I'm sure they can do it again. Um, I've liked what I've seen of Lagerbilk as a centre-back. Apart from that one wee mishap that we mentioned at Ibrox, other than that, he looks like he's going to be a really good player. Johnson is just something else. 
he's a he's a force of nature almost on the right hand side. You know the way that he just uh, he just goes through everything fully committed, and again you just you know you're going to get a top level performance at him. The one that you've got any worries about almost will be Taylor because he started the season so poorly. But then those last few games, as you say, when he's coming more in field and the more inverted role again, he looks a lot more comfortable. The team looks a lot better as well. And it's not just because of that, but it is one of the reasons we've looked a bit more like the team of last season. So that kind of hybrid between Yarange and what Brendan wants to do. But yeah, just repeating what I said before, defence needs to have a really strong and solid game. But we've got defenders in there that know how to defend and they can play these kind of games. So as much as they'll be under pressure for pretty much the whole game, right now, before the game, you've got to have faith and confidence that they can get through it. And behind them, Joe Hart's been through it all. He's done it for his whole career. Again, these are the games that he thrives on. So he's another big influence for these games. Um, And he has saved us in the last few matches. So as much as he's been derided at times for... Um, folks not always noticing what he does. If we win the league again this season, which we hopefully do, you can actually kind of bookmark this and go back to the first couple of games of the season and saves he's made at nil-nil in big games and at big moments in games. He is actually winning us points already and tonight's another night where he can come into his own. Yeah, you've seen the the situation against Dundee when it was nothing each at the time. Uh, Phillips wins a header, but the possession's won by Dundee, and it is Joe Hart that saves your bacon. It, it, you know, at that moment, a goal against would have been absolutely for me. It would have been a, a, a real concern to pull that back because we were struggling to break them down. You look at St. Johnson well, yeah, was was, later um, on in the game. Yeah, at that game against Dundee at the weekend, and I've been tracking like the XG timelines for every game and all that. And as much as we had all the ball leading up mm-hmm. in that first half. We weren't creating clear-cut chances. We created more chances, but poorer chances. By half-time, Dundee had a higher XG than us because he'd created that chance. Mm-hmm. And Joe Hart makes the save. He makes a big, big save at the big moment. And if that does go in, that chance, I think it's only maybe seven or eight minutes before half-time. So they'll probably hold that out to half-time and yeah. it gives them a big, big boost. We're going in. The fans are going to be against us in the second half. So you can't underestimate that kind of save at that moment in, in the game. No, that's margins, Kevin. And, and the saves that he makes against St. Johnston was at a time in the game where there was definitely no coming back because we were struggling to break St. Johnston yeah. down when they got the two chances in the second half, big uh, saves against Rangers. So, yeah, I think he's been pivotal all season. Tonight, it, it's no uh, coincidence that he went into the press conference the pre-match with, with Brendan Rodgers. I think Rodgers is totally leaning on Joe Hart during this defensive crisis and quite rightly so um, as well. So, you know, when when I'm looking at the lineup, you are looking for leaders and I think we've got plenty in the defence. You move into the midfield, James, there's been a lot of talk this season about the performances of Callum McGregor. There's been a lot of chat around, do you pick Hattati? Do you go for a more defensive option? Your favourite, uh, Thiago Home, Odin Thiago Home. Do you play Turnbull, who for uh, all the criticism, he did make the breakthrough. He did win the uh, the penalty kick for Celtic to have that breakthrough. They've gone for Hatati. Brennan Rodgers gone for Hatati. It was my choice, certainly in, in my predicted 11. I think it's the right choice. Are there concerns around the defensive quality? Are you the type of guy, 
James, who watches the game and think he gives so much offensively that you've just got to take the whole package when it comes to Hattati? I don't think Hattati's defensive side of his game is a weakness. I think he came to Celtic as a left-back, so he's obviously got to be pretty competent in defence. Whilst he may not always win the ball back when he sort of slides in or tries to get in about an opponent, he still does it. You're going to need that energy levels in a game like this. I would... I think with this final team, their strongest players are in the midfield. Quinton Timber and Matt Zweif are the two players I would outline in that team as the ones to watch. It's going to be a real battle in there. And we're lucky that we've got three quality players in that midfield that can really stand up. But we need all three of them at the top of their game. Matt O'Reilly especially. He's been so consistent for Celtic this season. Everything we've been creating going forward, nine times out of ten, it's coming through him. And when Celtic looked a bit toothless in attack in the first few weeks of the season... I think it was Paul that headlined it to me that you're missing the flair and the killer pass from Rio Hitati. The ball of the top from Maeda and Abad that are run onto a bit of a risk taker in the midfield. And that's what Hitati provides. He had moments of magic in mm-hmm. games like this. We've seen in years gone by with Celtic in the Champions League when a goal's come, it's always been through a little bit of magic, someone taking a chance, a risk. And I think that's what you need from the midfield. You need Cal McGregor at the top of his game as well. He's, I think he's back in form now, we can say. He had a bit of a shaky start to the season. He had a great performance at Ibrox, carried that over on international duty with Scotland, and he was great again against Dundee. So, Al mm-hmm. McGregor, we know that he can stand up and sort of be counted for in games against better opposition, I think. If you look at in sort of the last few months, that Scotland game against Spain, Cal McGregor was absolutely brilliant. I mean, there was a moment in that game where Gavi, Barcelona's midfielder, just won the Golden Boy Award. Cal McGregor uh, takes the ball past him once. The boy comes back to McGregor, absolutely skins him, rides the tackle like it's nothing. You need a performance like that from Cal McGregor today. And when we consider, we're talking about the defence, how it's makeshift, having and how when mistakes are most likely to come when they have time on the ball, having McGregor Mm -hmm. there always providing the option for the pass, which you know he's so good at. He's going to be pivotal to having that defence organised as well as Joe Hart having two experienced leaders in the team to help out that backline is going to be absolutely massive as well it's key it's absolutely key and you're right McGregor came in for a bit of stick Kevin um, to the point where you're looking at the socials and you're thinking wow there's a bit of a meltdown around a player who has consistently showed up for Celtic Um, he has been a a tremendous captain under Ange Postacoglu for two seasons you knew the importance that Brennan Rodgers placed on him because he spoke about actually you know organising a meeting with him over in Spain before deciding finally to take the job he wanted to talk to the the capo first he wanted to speak to Callum McGregor Listen, he had a couple of no great games, but, you know, I think Hatati brings so much to that midfield that it's going to affect the players that are, are left in that midfield if Hatati's not playing. And tonight, yeah, you're, you're looking for a game-changing moment, but you're also looking for that that um, that engine in the midfield. And Callum McGregor provides that for you, doesn't he, Kevin? He does. He definitely does. And, you know, there's no player that's above criticism. So any criticism, certainly that we dished out on an axiom of Callum McGregor's performances in the opening games, I think was deserved because he did underperform. But it's like you say, it's um, it's you just kind of get the social media piles on or pile ons even about these kind of things, and you're getting people saying, "Oh, he's 
this is the start of him being over the hill. He's beginning to get past it. You know, we need to take him out of the team. That was never going to solve it. McGregor's a player who'll solve it just by playing through it because he's that good. Yep. Um, I think probably his game did suffer a little bit with not having Hatate next to him because he's, he is used to him and he is such a good player. It was probably just one of those things where he had a few off games and you notice it more when you're hitting the highs that he normally does. Um, but on, on Hatate, I'm going to have to take a different view to James, I think, for this game. I love him. I think he's a great player. But I've said before, in these particular games, away from home in Europe, right now, in the Rogers system as well, I'm probably more tempted to take a, a more conservative with a small C option in the midfield. And home would have been my player for it. Because I think he gives you that wee bit of bite and fight in the midfield that Hatati doesn't. I think he's also an excellent passer of the ball. And I, I think I think he's going to develop into being a proper number eight that will be a, a bit of a risk taker as well. But just even for the first half of the first hour today, I'd probably have wanted to try and keep it a bit, bit tight, a bit compact. And then use Hatati off the bench in the second half because we noticed big time, and he does it, he does it week in, week out in Scotland, and we noticed it big time against Dundee at the weekend. He comes in off the bench and makes a massive difference to how we're playing. He is the spark that we need at times. I would just say that in a game like this, because I've seen the movie so many times where we lose an early goal, and then because it's Celtic, we lose a second early goal, I'd rather have us nice and tight to begin with, and then have him coming off the bench, because he is a special player. And as James said, you know, a lot of our goals come through one player giving us a moment of magic. I thought he could be that player tonight. I just would have, you know, for the sake of my old heart, I'd have preferred him to come off the bench and do it. Um, because I'm going to now look at somebody like Luis Palma and think he can be the boy that can give us that spark. Because uh, from what you've seen of him, on, and I, I know our YouTube compilations maybe not the best judge of, of a football player, but from what you've seen of him in highlight packages and whatnot, he looks a special player as well. He looks a right talent, someone that can do that unpredictable thing that Jota used to do for us off the wings. So he's another one I think we could be looking at, you know, to put in a, a big shift for us tonight and a, a big, important performance. You know, I've been calling him Louis Palma, so uh, I'll use your pronunciation moving forward, Kevin. <laughs> um, I'm keen to hear what everybody's thinking in the comments because there was uh, differing views, I guess, on the start of love, and there always is. I totally get what you're meaning there. The the, the reason I kind of switched off to that option, Kevin, was we didn't see home getting any minutes against Dundee, did we? And I thought to myself, if he was going to be playing tonight, he probably would have got even half an hour. Um, which would have led well, me to think he might have been involved. Yeah, because I, I contradict myself by saying I would play him when I'd said before I wouldn't have played Phillips if he'd been fit because mm. he hadn't had enough minutes. So, you know, yeah, I'm a walking, talking contradiction when it comes to those things. That's fine. You're allowed to be. Not a problem with that. <laughs> Double denim, evening all buzzing for this one. Yeah, there's a good vibe about it. I don't know how long it's going to last, but uh, let's hope it lasts at least 90 minutes after this bulletin. Happy with the team and think we can get a result. I hope we do. Uh, Tobago Street Police Station Celtic Supporters Club. Lawrence didn't admit whether or not he is a member of the CSC and had spent a night in said police station. Um, Hatate, yeah, absolutely. He's been uh, the talk of the Axon Bulletin all week. William O'Toole, forever and ever, will follow the boys. There's a lot of good positive 
Um, vibes coming through on the comments. JJ Celtic would take a draw, but we love the three points. Mon Celtic, I would absolutely take the draw. Uh, Tony Davern is is the same. Uh, and we've got Patrick Harold coming in also. This is the day that we win away. It's going to be a big ask, Patrick, but I love the positivity that we're getting. Um, I was reading through, James, the the financial report, obviously, and there was a there was a message, obviously, from the, the chairman. And he was talking about uh, players that can be developed uh, and getting the right balance of that type of player uh, alongside the immediate impact player. And that, that goes back to a lot of the discussions we've been having about the new signings, ones that you think, you know, this project tag, nobody likes it anymore, but they're the guys that can be developed against a guy who makes an immediate impact, such as a Carter Vickers, a Starfelt, a Jota, that type of player who goes right into the first the first team. And I think the frustration in the summer there is we probably didn't have as many as we would like that you would identify as immediate impact players. Do you get that kind of feeling yourself? I think, how do you define a project player? Is it based on price tag? Because... I'm sure if you saw Rio Hitati sign for around £1 million, you would have thought he was a project signing, but he came straight into the team as first-team quality. I think don't think you can really put a definition on project players. Fans call players projects once they come to the club and fail. They point the finger as project player, why are we signing them? I would have liked us to have a bit more sort of first-team quality players coming. I really wanted us to get that with Fabian Rida, and in the summer I was desperate for us mm. to get him. Mm-hmm. But for games like this, we've spoke about needing the quality. And as I was mentioning, I think Hitati brings that for the, the away games especially. I know Kev was saying that an away game under Rodgers, he wouldn't have him. But I think you need the first-team quality that we said was lacking in the transfer window. If you look back to last season, you look at Shakhtar Donetsk away, we get the draw because Hitati makes that goal happen. It's an own goal, but it was basically his goal. When we got the equaliser in Leipzig, it's a clinical Rio Hitati pass, a defence splitting pass. It cuts the team open and creates the chance for us. But one thing I really want to see in this game is the attack. That's where my main sort of view is going to be. Because I'm a bit pessimistic going into this game just because there was too many things that needed sorting out from last year. And one of them was the lack of clinical finishing and attack. The amount of, pa- the amount of chances that Kyogo and Maeda passed up last season. We could have went 1-0 up against Real Madrid about two minutes into that second half if Maeda never kicked his own foot. Mm-hmm. But I want to see a bit more of a clinical attack. When we see the first two or three chances come Celtics away, Celtics way, that'll be the, the big teller for me. Because I think the game is going to be wide open. It's going to be fast-paced. And you'll be looking for Kyogo to step up and have a big game. He hasn't scored in the Champions League yet. As much as it was a sort of in- injury-plagued start of the season for him last year he still played I think four or five out of the six Champions League games and he wasn't able to score I want to see a big game from Dyson Maeda as well I think the lack of a clinical finisher last year might be the reason why Brendan Rodgers has brought in Luis Palma for this game he's shown from his goal record back in Greece that he is a sort of player that can finish chances he is a sort of player that can drag a team I think they had Dynamo Kiev and the qualifiers, his team back in Greece, when the event got put out, I think he got two or three goals across both legs in that game. So he is the sort of player that can step up against some of the better oppositions in Europe. Mm-hmm. And that'll be interesting to see what Palma does. But the attack, as much as we're worried about the defence, seeing skills and lag of Bielka there, it's not the first choice. My eyes are going to be on the Celtic attack. 
No, I think you make a, a good point about Kyogo. Uh, you, you previously stated that he has done it in Europe, James. Yeah, it's just the Champions League, he's not broken his duck. Um, what a way to do it would be tonight. Fantastic. And of course, uh, Palmer thrown right in after just a, a few minutes at the weekend. And he was, I thought he was very good because he adapted from right to left. And that's going to be important tonight, along with uh, Maeda obviously switching. I think Maeda is good at protecting Taylor because he's work great and his defensive qualities, he's, he's tracking back is second to none. Um, Palma is very creative and I, I bemoan the fact that we lost Jota because we, we lost a player who could take players on, who could actually run at a... And, and I think that both Yang and Palma has shown that they like to do that. So um, he, gets, he gets the nod tonight, Kevin. Do you have any kind of concerns about the, the front three or are you looking at them going, right, tonight's your night, Palma? Make yourself um, acquainted with a, a good Celtic welcome in your second appearance. Kyogo, break your dog, your duck, and Maeda uh, make up for that missed chance against Real Madrid. Aye, the front three is the area of the park that I've got no concerns about. Really, you know, we've spoken about the two at the back not being your first choice. There's a concern there. I'd said I'd probably go with someone more defensive-minded in midfield. So I don't know if that makes it a concern. It's an area I'd maybe change something. But up front, I'm really happy with the front three that we've got. Kyogo is just an unbelievable centre-forward. He sees chance against Rangers that he takes and scores the goal. It's one chance he gets in the game, really. He's off balance, the ball's bouncing. It's completely awkward. He controls it unbelievably well. And he's just the type of player that's got that ability about him. Give him a chance tonight. You're confident he's going to score. He's, He's top level. Palma, from everything you've seen of him, just looks a really exciting, direct winger. Somebody that will run it there. Fullbacks, I don't think he'll be afraid to take them on. Um, looks like he's got a really good shot on him, good cross. So excited to see what he can do. No concerns there, because he's been playing all season. He's, he's played more games probably than anyone else in the team, because all the qualifiers he's had to go through, and he's been playing international football. So he's fit to play, so get him in there. Let him show what he can do and again Maeda's a player that just turns up in the big games normally I know folk can pick me up on that with some of the chances he missed last season in that particular one against Madrid but Leipzig as well some of the chances Leipzig, Leipzig. Right, right James right James keep it <laughs> uh, but, um, I, but you know you know what you're going to get with him so yeah. you might miss a chance like that but he'll do what he did against Hibs as well, and he'll beat a man and stick one in the top corner for 30 yards. He'll provide that defensive um, quality and the defensive partnership with Taylor. You know, the support was the word I was looking for there. He'll give him the defensive support that he needs. He offers so much more to the team than just a threat going forward. So no worries there at all. And if it isn't working, Yang can come off the bench, and I've been really impressed with what I've seen of him. So far, mm. another kind of direct winger. So I think we've got good options there. It's just whether we can get the ball to them enough for them to do anything. And then once they get it, they've got to hold it and make the play happen. But I am confident that, that they they can be good enough to do it. You are confident. Are you confident that we're going to get something from this game? Kevin McCloskey, give me your prediction before we go to the action. I am confident that we can get something from this game. I think we can get a point. I could see us right. losing the game as well, to be fair, but I think we can get a point from this one. What about yourself, James? 
the comments are going to absolutely slaughter me, but it's Celtic away in Europe in the Champions League against a team that scored 17 goals in the last three games. I'm going to go 3-1 final. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's a brave move. I'm going to say 2-2. Mm-hmm. There's going to be goals at both sides for me, both ends. 2-2 we'll go with, and uh, we will go and join the action right now. We'll be back at halftime for the 15-minute interval. Uh, all that's left for me to say thank you, everybody, for getting involved in the chat. And thank you to James McKenzie and Kevin McCluskey for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.